To your favorite part of the week, it is Red, White, and Red. Mira and Michael here. And today, we got a big list of movies for you guys. There were a lot of releases this week across many different streaming platforms. Some of them in the theaters, some coming to Who and Netflix. So stay tuned. There's one of them out for each of you. But first, we're going to be starting with what might be. This is a contender for probably the best one of the week. We want you guys to decide on our socials. What? Make sure you hit us on Twitter and Instagram. I'll show this at the end. But first, we're talking about a movie called Freddy. Now, this movie came out on Hulu, and M is here to talk to us about this very exciting thriller. M, you're already telling me that you really liked this movie. We were just kind of. I, uh, I absolutely like this movie. It was fun. Um, you know, um, there are very less movies that kind of grip your attention and start, even though it had a predictable plot, the performances were so good that. You can't forget, forgive, forgive them for having a shaky plot. But this is a story of a 28-year-old recluse doctor. He's a dentist, actually. His name is Dr. Freddy Jinwala. And that's played a Karthikarian guys, and you know how hot Karthikarian is. But yeah, um, he's uh, his, his, he's listed on a matrimonial website, and through that website, he's meeting a lot of women. But now when he goes to meet these women, he's so awkward that he doesn't make the cut with any of them. So he, they, they set up these um, four marriage meetings. They're not dating. It's not a dating app. It's a four marriage app. So um, so once uh, he's at a he, he, he's at a wedding and he chances to see this girl called Kainaz and he just falls in love with her. Kainaz is played by Alaya F, guys. And she looks absolutely gorgeous in the movie. You will not believe that it's a second movie because she's so comfortable with the camera and she literally hits it out of park. So Freddie meets Kainaz and he just crazily falls in love with her. And next day Kainaz walks into his uh, um, his uh, clinic for, to, uh, for him to extract her wisdom tooth. But then he knows Kainaz is already married. He also knows that Kainaz's husband abuses her, physically abuses her. So then starts a story of Kainaz uh, telling him about how bad, badly behaved his husband is, how he beats her up. She comes to him sometimes with bruises all over her body that he treats. So he gets embroiled in that entire story of Kainaz's physical abusive, physically abusive husband. And even, even when, you know, she, uh, he, he suggests to her that they should go to the cops. She refuses because, you know, it might affect her her safety and other things so ultimately Kainaz um he he's so in love with Kainaz that he decides to get rid of the abusive husband on his own so he kind of plans plans an entire murder and kills the husband the day he kills the husband he goes he waits for Kainaz so that they could you know continue their life and that's when he realizes that was all Kainaz and her boyfriend's plan. <laughs> they, uh, he's murdered somebody because Kainaz edged him on and she's in cahoots with his boyfriend. Now he is so angry that he says, okay, even if you say sorry to me, I'm gonna let, you, let it go. But they abuse him. They don't, they treat him like, because he's he's very reclusive he's introvert he's he's very awkward he can't even get a sentence together he 
he tells women bad jokes when he meets them on the first date. He's bad. He's very bad. So, um, so they make fun of him, and he gets super angry. And this is the, the rest classic of the story, simp. our classic simp character right here. Totally, totally. So then starts the entire story of how he avenges his um, his disrespect, and um, it's actually pretty. Yeah, it's predictable, um, Michael. Um, I, I, there was nothing in the two hour thirty minutes that didn't look as if, uh, you know, we haven't seen before in um, right. But what really keeps the uh, entire movie together is uh, is the, the really amazing cinematography. The camera work is great. Uh, the actors are phenomenal. They carry the story very well. It, it's a, it's authentic in in storytelling, and um, you know I I really thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. For all of you guys out there that are wanting your alphaness back do not take any tips from this movie because you will be murdering someone but Karthi Karan actually put on 14 kilos for this role oh, wow adapted adapted 14 kilos that must be around what uh, 10 pounds that's a lot no, a that's lot more. of weight you can see his paunch and he's yeah. a fit guy and he put on so much weight for the movie. He, uh, you know, his body language is very different. The way he speaks is very different. So, uh, kudos to him for being such a uh, method actor. But yeah, yes, 14, I thoroughly enjoyed his performance. Fourteen kilos is close to about twenty-five pounds. It's close to at least it's about twenty-five it's about 20. pounds. I thought it was it's, ten pounds. It's 25? between twenty and twenty-five pounds. I know that. Whoa. I don't feel, yeah, 15, Whoa. fifteen kilos is twenty-five pounds. So this man put on a lot of mass. Very impressive. And we're back on Red, White, and Brown. Brock's Medicine's got live on radio. And we just reviewed Freddy. Freddy was a, you know, high action th suspense thriller that you can find on Hulu. I'm now actually going to transition to Z5, some of your favorite platform to uh, watch new movies and shows. Z5 just came out uh, with a new movie called India Lockdown. And let me tell you, you'll find a lot of relatability in this. Uh, however, Emma and I have sat and watched many of these COVID-esque type movies, and well, let's just get into it. So, you know, about two years after the first countrywide lockdown in India, um, you know, the director of this movie, Madhur Bandarkar, and his writers, you know, they came up with a compilation of stories of different little, like, minuets, like different little, I would say, portraits of characters during COVID-19 in India during the lockdown and the problems that they faced, because as we all know, when the lockdown did occur, it did restrict a lot of things that were going on in our lives and things that we wanted to pursue, whether it be a love interest or whether it be, you know, trying to trying to make ends meet, all had to change. And with this, the show tried to bring some relatability. So we follow four different little micro stories um, with our characters. We have, we have a retired senior citizen um, played by Prakash uh, Balawadi. We have a poor couple uh, named Mada, played by Pratik Vavar and uh, Sai Tamhankar. Uh, they're doing odd jobs and struggling to make ends meet. We even, you know, see the life of a sex worker played by uh, Shweta Basuprasad. Um, and we have a pilot named uh, Ahana Kumara um, with, you know, partners in their lives, etc. And Basically, it's telling the stories of, of all these characters. I will say, like, if you're interested in, like, 
kind of the storyline like slash style that movies like for example love actually have or like um others other things that we've reviewed here uh was what was the love series that we were reviewing reviewing uh it took place in mumbai camera off the top of my head but it was very very strung together like in a way personally i i thought there was just a lot of cliches in this show related to COVID, I thought that it was very predictable. Um, and also like to tell like these five different stories and you know, only around two hours, like it was a little bit of a shorter movie. So I don't know, like it was just kind of scratching the surface on what could have been cooler. I was really hoping this could have been like a good TV show because I think that would have been a little bit better to explore since we just had all a bunch of storylines going on. Um, I will say though that there were pretty good performances across all the cast, like specifically uh, you know, Prakash Balwadi and Sai Thamankar really excelled in their respective parts. I thought the direction was pretty decent as well. Writing could have been up maybe a little bit. And honestly, I think the better medium would have been a TV show. But nonetheless, it's interesting to see things like this kind of come out of the woodwork after COVID-19 is, you know, dissipating a little bit. And we're exploring and starting to see what COVID has impacted on our lives, even today. So that's all for me. Uh, do I recommend? It's okay. One-time watch, in my opinion. I think you can find some enjoyment and relatability out of it. But it's not something I would want to watch, you know, every weekend or honestly, even more than once. I, I completely, that, I completely get you. You know, I don't want to be, uh, it's so difficult going back to that COVID zone. It is, it is triggering. It's, it was horrible. But, but you know, as COVID starts soaring again, China, 85% of China is affected, 85% cities is affected, are affected again. And, you know, they're expecting a surge of COVID back in California ahead of the holiday season. So, you know, you don't want to be reminded of how bad it was. Just get your shots, guys. But Go get your booster shots. We're going to transition into something different. This one is in the theater. So if you don't have Hulu, if you don't have Z5, theaters are there for everyone. Highly recommend to pass because theaters are a little bit down but M actually got to see this movie with not an empty theater there were actually some people enjoying this movie M, how, did, how was your experience well you know it's it was an Aishman Karana movie so I was expecting a lot of it a lot from it but then I realized that along with Aishman Karana is this amazing actor Jadeep Halawat so my I was really excited to watch it even though it wasn't hyped a lot it was it didn't have a lot of promotions but this movie proves that they can be original scripts. They can be funny, originally written scripts in Bollywood that can really walk their way to the bank. And this is another one of those. I absolutely loved it. So in this story, Ashwana Kurana plays an actor. He plays an action hero. And his name is Manif, Manif Kurana. And he's shooting for a movie in Haryana. Haryana is in North India and it's a pretty unruly place. And there are some, uh, you know, local politicians, kids who want to take a picture with him. But he's so busy doing the action sequence where he needs to be angry in an action sequence and he can't get that scene right. So the his, his agent, his manager has to do stuff to get him into that mindset of being angry. And that takes him the entire day so now when he's shooting and he's trying to get into the element of his shot and trying to get into the character of a person who's angry with his brother he completely misses out on meeting these people who are waiting for a picture and by the time he leaves his manager presents to him a souped up mustang that he'd been waiting for delivery for a very long time so instead of taking a picture with these politicians kids 
he goes and he takes his car out for brand new car out for a spin. And when he does that, the politicians' kids get angry and they're like, "Damn him! We're gonna we're gonna slice him." And one of the guys goes after him. And when he goes after him, they have an altercation um, on a, on a deserted roadside. And the guy's like, "You know, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were waiting for the for the for the picture. But come to my hotel tomorrow. And let's have breakfast together. Then you can click." however many pictures, but the kid is very, uh, he's not a kid, he's a young guy, but he's very hard-headed. So he he starts manhandling the, uh, the actor. And when he starts manhandling him, this guy just pushes him, but the guy falls, loses balance, falls, hits a stone on his head and dies. And now that is where this entire story starts and the, the actor doesn't know what to do. What he does is he just asks his manager to book him a chartered flight to Mumbai he lands at Mumbai airport. He sees a host of uh, journalists outside waiting for him to appear. What he does is instead of going out, he actually takes a flight to London. And he leaves. So he's a, he's a UK passport holder, so he doesn't need visas or whatever. He just leaves, he lands in London. By the time he lands in London, the cops come to know that he might be a suspect to the murder. And now there is this game being played by the cops by the local politicians and the media. They literally brand him killer. He's the best guy on earth one moment and second moment there's conspiracy theories around him and every damn channel is going crazy. The media media is looking for him. Everybody's looking for him. The cops are looking for him. The car, the guy who gets killed, his older brother is Jadeep Allavat. His name is Bura in the movie. He wakes up and he says, I won't be allowed to go back to office you know, because he's a local politician, his and now it's an ego trip. You know, like stop everything. I'm gonna go grab the guy because I need to show my people that I'm capable of this. So he literally picks up his bag, lands in England, tracks the actor, and then the chase starts. Now there are other parties interested. There are people uh, from the underworld interested. There are people from the, uh, the the London cops interested. There's this cat and mouse chase going on where this guy's trying to his best to escape all of this, but he's trained being an action hero for 10 years. He's supple. He knows the stunts. He's literally practicing stunts on these real life guys. So he really becomes an action hero for real while he's trying to save his life. And he has to deal with... Um, he has to deal with underworld dawns. He has to deal with the cops. He has to deal with people who just want want to get the prize money. He wants. He has to deal with so many people. It is a crazy thing, and he has to deal with the brother of the dead guy, who's literally as strong as he is. And they the the most amazingly choreographed fight sequences. It is funny because you don't expect what what happens in the. I mean, it's crazy. The scenes are completely unhinged at times. So you're like, seriously, I hadn't thought of that mind twist. And two hours plus of the movie, you don't know where it went because it's so crazy. So absolutely enjoyed the story. It is so funny at times. It is it is so hilarious that you kind of, you know, the people in, in the theater, they're literally laughing out loud because it is crazy, especially the, the way the media is speculating everything. They see a picture of him with a with a, with with a known wanted Pakistani Pakistani Don, and then the story becomes something else. So so literally they're creating stories on the fly, and the guy's like, What? What are you doing? 
then how he completely switches the story in the end to be the hero. It is a crazy plot twist, which I can give away because that'll be spoilers. But guys, this is one movie. It will be released on Netflix soon, but this is one movie you should not miss because it is such a joyful, fun ride. But amazing actors. Aishwan Kurana, Jadeep Alawat together. Oh my God. It's like a, the screen just lights up. These two guys are so good. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I we all know Aishwan Kurana is an absolute legend in his field. And we're also very excited to know that people are sharing laughs with each other inside the movie theater. It's something I've personally missed. Um, you know, I've seen some movies in the theater recently, but it's just really nice whenever there's other people there just laughing along with you, right? And we just reviewed a movie that just came to the theaters called An Action Hero. And really liked it. Aishman Karano killed, as always. But now we're going to move into this. This is going to change the pace quite a bit of different. This movie is called Kala. And Kala is a movie that came out on Netflix. And my personal opinion is that Netflix has been coming out with some really good indie movies uh, recently. Kala may not necessarily make that list. It, it, it's a very uncomfortable movie, and I'll tell you why. So Kala, we're, we're following the relationship between um, between a daughter played by Trapeet Demiri and her mother. And in this movie, Kala is a singer, or wants to be a singer, at least. She's kind of always under the hand of her mother. She's a very talented singer. However, you know, whenever it does come uh, to, you know, get these jobs, get these gigs, her, her mom's kind of always putting her beneath, holding her back from her potential and, you know, ultimately her dreams as well. And so we, we, we're really seeing this strange relationship, but then this movie takes a turn. So at first, whenever I was watching this movie, I was just thinking, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those daughter, mother, you know, type movies. This, this, this girl's a really good singer and, you know, she's going to somehow try and, uh, you know, come out of that and you know be a professional singer in the end. But it, it really just kind of starts to show her like her psychological decay almost like in a sense, Kala kind of turns into her own villain. I would say well, one thing that this movie I think does well is like explore or at least try to explore um, some areas of mental health that just aren't really talked about like for example this is putting the movie aside topics such as like you know schizophrenia or psychosis or, or any of those types of you know really severe mental health disorders are not quite talked about as much as something like depression or anxiety might right but they are very real things to talk about because people live with them every day and I think this movie tries to attempt to talk about, you know, just serious mental health disorders besides depression and anxiety. Um, but what it does is this movie starts to get really uncomfortable. It almost starts to portray like a horror movie of some sort, which in my opinion made me start to believe that, or made me start to feel that whatever kind of mental disorder she's going through in this movie, it's almost like alienating, alienating it even more by attributing it to like some you know, horror attributes and whatnot. Um, and then sooner or later, this movie just became really, really uncomfortable for me uh, to watch. It was just really, it became very, very dark, very hard to watch. Um, you know, fun facts, it takes place in the 1930s, you know, and she's wanting to be a singer. So that's a little bit different. I haven't encountered a movie like that before, but honestly, this was one I had to kind of stop watching a little early just because it, it it was just it was just uncomfortable and i know that when we were talking earlier you had some similar feelings um with the as well do you agree 
Absolutely. So um, I, th I think about um, the thing about this movie was for me, you know, there is this entire period of time when women, you know, it's it's very anglicized. The the entire music and film industry is 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 in Kolkata instead of in Mumbai. And of course, it's all fictionalized to a great degree. However, there are some names that are derived from really big figures in Indian music industry. And how the Indian music industry was led by men with absolutely no respect for women. They would, they would pick and choose women the way they pleased. And there was absolutely no respect for their craft. And, and how this politics of singing worked. And there was one side of it. The other side was, was this, and this woman who's, who's completely spurned by her mother and in a very toxic relationship with the mother, dying for the mother's approval and the mother never giving it to her or validation from her mother. Mother never validates her. The mother doesn't validate her as a person. The mother doesn't validate her as a singer. The mother, mother, mother validates somebody else over her. So the entire uh, psychosis that she undergoes and her, her own you know, uh, mental health degrades because of that. And she starts believing that she doesn't deserve what she has. So that's one side of a character. The other side of the character is this assertive side where from a group of men photographers, she actually chooses the woman photographer. She, she suggests things, you know, there's an entire scene where he says, so you're a woman uh, artist. And she says, why can't I just be an artist? Why do I have to be genderized? So there are some, some, some quips around, around identity. So here she is, she has zero identity on one end. And there she is trying to assert her identity in her workplace, but in her personal life, she has her identity so connected by the umbilical cord to her, to her mother that she can't get rid of the toxicity of that entire process. And then the psychosis end of it, where she completely believes that, you know, she doesn't have what she deserves. It's somebody else's, it's Babil Khan's characters. And she just, is borrowing it because he couldn't because of her. So, so all of these things mixed together actually made it a very revetting watch. However, um, I, I think what it also, um, e even though the messaging is great, it's the same genre, same noir genre as Bulbul was earlier. Um, however, I, uh, I, I think where I really missed out on this entire movie, I really connect with the movie was the fact that it was long and, you know, they were, they were very dark scenes. And even though, you know, all the actors were phenomenal, phenomenal in their screen presence, I just couldn't connect with the characters. I will say this movie was um, very beautiful to watch. Like, I think the screenplay was very good. I think the cinematography in this movie was very good as well. Um, something that a lot of movies were kind of missing out on. So that is one um, pro about this, but I do agree with um, with how long this movie is. It was a lot more dark than it was light, um, which is something that you can totally do. But when these scenes were, you know, kind of in the the darker tone or whatever, they didn't they didn't quite lead to anywhere meaningful. I felt like to really just keep me wanting to watch it, which is ultimately why I had to stop watching early. Now, do I what do I recommend it? I do think I I, I would still recommend this at least for a one time watch, just because like like I said, cinematography pretty good actors phenomenal right pacing is kind of where it got me and where i needed to you know just kind of take a step back but highly rec recommend giving it at least a one-time watch
And we are back on Red, White, and Brown, brought to you by DC.Live. Uh, we had a lot of movies for you guys to watch today, so we really hope you do your homework, watch each and every one of them, and let us know your thoughts on all of our social community handles. You can see us on Instagram on Daisy's Livegram. You can see us on Twitter on Daisy's Live. And let us know your thoughts. We always respond. We we love to engage um, with our audience. You can read all of our reviews on Daisy's.Live.com, where myself and Mira write reviews and, you know, that that's you can see it first before the you know radio show comes out before our podcast comes out you can see it first on the website get a little inside look before this your favorite show comes out but with that we're giving it a wrap stay tuned next week and we are out everybody rock your